Hi there. Welcome to the How to Market Your Horse Business podcast. I am truly so glad that you're here with me today. In case we're new friends or you're new to the podcast, welcome. I'm so glad you are here. As you've likely guessed by now, my name is Denise Alvarez. And to tell you a little bit about myself, through my business, Storm Lily Marketing, I help horse business owners like you create and implement an effective website marketing strategy. I am here because I want to help you build a sustainable horse business so that you can be out in the barn doing more of what you love to do. I know that not everybody loves marketing or maybe gets excited about it like I do. And you might even be listening to this podcast thinking you're really not sure of it yourself, but you know you kind of need it. So that's why I love to use a mix of step-by-step strategies and basic how-tos It'll help you not only see what's possible for your horse business with marketing, but I'm also going to help guide you through that process to help you make it happen. So I'm so glad you're here with me today. Now, especially because we are saying goodbye to 2020, as I know many of you are excited to do, and we are getting ready to move into 2021, or depending on when you're listening to this episode, we are already there. And since that is typically the time of year when we start to hear or read or see people talk about their resolutions or their goals, then guess what? Today, we are talking about goals. But here's the thing. We're not just talking any goal. We are talking about goals that are going to have the sticking power to keep you motivated all year long, rather than something that you say in January, but then December rolls around and you kind of forgot what you said way back when. Now, I know that some people hate the idea of resolutions, and I get that, so don't worry. We're not really talking about New Year's resolutions, and I'm not really sure if you like goals or not or if you just think it's all a big to-do, but I can tell you this. Whether you do it at the beginning of the year, like now, or in the middle of the year, or even at the end, it really doesn't matter. The thing is, making goals for your business really is key to actually building the equine business of your dreams. Let's think about it for a minute. Think about the brands that you admire most. Think about the horse trainers or the business owners that you really admire. Say, for example, you look at the recent NRHA Futurity. Just as an example, it doesn't really matter if you're into the world of reigning or not. But think about that event and the trainers and the riders there and even the owners who won at those competitions. They walked away with money, or maybe they walked away with new clients or new horses. All of those people that walked away with a success at the event, it didn't happen by accident. At some point in their career, they set a goal. And for those who were going out to be the winners, most likely they set a goal to actually win. And that's because success, my friends, does not happen by accident. And I'm not just talking about winning. Whatever your measure of success is, you're going to have to be intentional about getting there. And that's exactly why we're talking today about goal setting. Now, since it's the start of the new year, yes, it is a perfect opportunity to set some goals for yourself and for your business. But here's the thing. Just because you say something out loud does not make it a goal. If you really want to achieve your goals, then there are a few key things that you can incorporate as you set them. Now, essentially, the steps I'm going to walk you through today are going to help you set goals that you can actually achieve, goals that will keep you motivated and help you get out of bed every morning, goals that will help you to filter through your to-do list to make sure that what you're doing during the day or even the evening are the things that are actually going to help you meet those goals. 
Now, as you many of you know by now, I will provide a summary of these steps for you over on the show notes at stormlily.com slash 13. Now, notice I normally do say stormlilymarketing.com in case you were wondering, but I decided to shorten that a bit to make it a little easier for you, especially when you're typing it into your phone. So yes, you could still do stormlilymarketing.com. You'll still get there, but if you prefer stormlily, which is L-I-L-Y at the end, stormlily.com slash 13, and you'll get to those show notes. And I'm super excited because I've even created a cheat sheet that you can print and use to walk you through these goal setting steps. So I'll have that link in the show notes, or you can just go straight to stormlily.com slash goals and get your free goal setting cheat sheet, the ultimate guide to setting goals that will keep you motivated all year long. So go ahead and print that out or grab a sheet of scratch paper or the notes app on your phone. I want you to be able to take notes of the things that we talk about today that hit the mark for you as you listen. And I want you to take some time at the end to actually apply these action steps to your goals. Okay, are you ready, friends? These are the five steps to setting goals that will keep you motivated all year long. First, I want you to consider what you are trying to accomplish. What is your end goal? What is success? Now, the overall end goal on a grand scale is what we're doing here. So what does success look like for you? It's a super important question to answer before you start setting goals for yourself and your business because it's not the same for every person. Now, of course, as we talk about these things, you can set goals in any area of your life. And I love that idea. So today, though, since this is the How to Market Your Horse Business podcast, we're focusing on our business goals. But all of these things, of course, apply to goals you might set in other areas of your life. So think about this. Describe success for you and your business on a piece of paper. What does that actually look like? Be detailed about it. Talk about the number of team members that you want to have the amount of annual revenue. You could even go into as much detail as what your ideal day or your ideal week would look like in terms of your work week. What would your hours be? Maybe there's a certain number of meals or a certain meal that you like to have together as a family and that's a priority to you. Maybe you have an ideal number of horses you'd like to work with or train or an ideal number of lesson students or photography shoots that you want to do. These are all things that will help you as you create these goals. Because when you have this big picture of success that you're working towards, it's going to help you throughout the year as you remind yourself of what you're working for and why you're working towards those goals, especially on those days when you might feel a little bit defeated and need a little push to get out the door. Simon Sinek said it best in his best-selling book, you want to start with why. So that is your step number one. Okay, on to step number two. List your potential goal ideas that all relate back to that success. Now, I want you to make a list here. This is not your final list. So if you're someone who wants your final list to be on a pretty piece of paper at the end of this exercise, go grab a scrap sheet of paper and start just jotting down some notes about the ideas that you have for your goals. Our next step is going to be to narrow those down to our actual goals for the year. So if you're like me, maybe you want to categorize your goals. Maybe you have specific horse training goals, specific financial goals, family goals, continuing education or learning goals. Remember, this right here is what we call a brain dump. So that's what I want you to do. Dump all your ideas for what you'd like to accomplish in your business in the coming year. 
Now make sure that the goals that you're writing down here are somehow connected to what we talked about in step number one. Everything has to go back to that why. That's exactly what gives it your staying power to stay motivated throughout the year. Okay, so that is step number two. I know it sounds super simple and it is, but make sure you take the time to do it, okay? Now, step three is to pick your top four or five goals that you're going to focus on this year. Now, here's the honest truth. I love to listen and learn from super successful and productive people in the business world. And even though they're all doing super well in their own right, they all have their own version of what they believe is the perfect number of goals that you should set. So I'm not going to tell you there's a magic number of goals you should have because each of these people have different numbers and they seem to be doing pretty well. What I will say is the key is for you to remember that nothing is important if everything is important. Think about that. If you've got this huge long list of goals, how are you ever going to do all the things if they're all important? So don't think that you can have 10 super important goals and actually work on all of them at the same time. They might be super valid goals and that's great, but you're setting yourself up for failure or at the very least, you're setting yourself up for a burnout. So my suggestion is to have five or fewer that you're working on at a time. So the other thing I want you to remember in this step is to be specific. You've probably heard this before. I know some people talk about the idea of SMART goals and the S and that stands for specific, but it really is important. So we're gonna talk about it really quick. I'll give you actually a real life example here, okay? This year, I've worked out probably less than I have in a number of years prior. I decided early on in 2020 that I was gonna focus on my business and any time that I was not doing that, I wanted to be intentional with that time and spend it with my kids and my family. Now, at the end of the year, I can tell you that I'm feeling it. I have a little less energy than I would like to. I definitely have less muscle and I've lost some stamina. I've said more than one time to one person this year that everything can't be important at the same time. So this was just going to have to fall by the wayside in terms of building up my strength. Now, of course, yes, I get out and I run around and I play. I'm not just sitting on the couch. I take my dog for walks. I'm getting activity, but it's not the type of workout that I used to do that would actually help to build up my strength. And I miss it. My friends and family would probably agree that they've heard me say, I'll get strong again in 2021. Let me just make it through 2020. But here's the thing. Even saying, I'll get strong again in 2021, that's not really a good goal for the year. Why? Because it's not specific. Just saying I'm going to get strong doesn't really give me a deadline or a timeline. It doesn't even define what strong means, which we all know strong is a very subjective word. Now, a better goal would be to say, I'm going to compete in another Spartan race in 2021. And in case you don't know what a Spartan race is, it's one of those obstacle course races that's super challenging and yet fun at the same time. And so that's something I'd love to do. So that'd be a really specific goal. I could also say, I want to be able to do a pull-up on my own, finally. This is a goal that I've said before, and I've really struggled to accomplish it, to be honest. Now, let's go back to horse businesses. So that's a personal example to show you what that looks like to be specific with our goals. But what does it look like for your horse business? Well, let's think about the horse trainer. A specific goal for her might be that she's going to bring in a certain number of dollars per month. Or maybe the goal would be to have your own facility and your own property by a specific day in 2021. The key is that that goal is specific. 
So just writing down, my goal is to make more money in 2021 is not really going to get you very far when it comes to planning out your year and deciding on specific strategies that will help you get there. Okay, do you get it? So go ahead, narrow down your goal ideas to the top contenders that are going to move the needle the most to get you to the success you defined back in step one. Okay, friends, now, good job. I hope you've done those things. If you haven't, again, get that cheat sheet at stormlily.com slash goals, and it'll help walk you through this process and give you space to write each of these things down. Now, here is where it gets super practical. And let's be honest, most of the time we stop at step number three. We say, okay, I've got my goals. Great. It's time to get going. But remember, this podcast is five powerful steps, and that was just our first three. The next two steps are going to set you apart from your competition because these steps are what will get you from a goal on a piece of paper to actually accomplishing your goals. All right, here we go. Step number four, for each goal, I want you to write the action steps that it's going to take you to get there. You're going to break down each of the goals you wrote down into bite-sized steps. Now, going back to my example of working out, if I set a goal of doing another Spartan race, for example, then I need to do more than just take my dog for walks, right? So one step would be to say that I'm going to do a workout in our garage gym X number of times per week, every week in the year 2021. And even more than that, I'll need to be specific about my workouts so that I'm really getting ready for those different obstacles. Or maybe it's to say I'll do X number of push-ups every day or pull-ups, that type of thing to meet those goals. You get the idea. So looking back at the example of our horse trainer, if she's just starting out and maybe needs to build up her clientele, then she's going to break down how she's going to do that. Maybe it's creating a referral program or hosting a seminar or a clinic to showcase her training skills. Maybe she's going to ask her current clients for referrals and post flyers around town at the feed store or the farm stores, or maybe it's to get her website and her social media up and running. So for this step, I want you to write down as much as you can think of that's going to help you get that main goal accomplished. Having this action list is what's going to keep you moving towards that goal. So when you get up and get going each day, you can be intentional with what you're doing and what's on your list and making sure it all points back to these things. You don't really just want to spin your wheels and work hard all day every day because I know, friend, you're a hard worker and then feel like you don't have much to show for it. So use these bite-sized steps to keep you on track throughout the year. All right, friends, we have made it to step number five. And here I want you to identify your many goals. Because here's the reality. If you set a big goal and you work and work and work towards that goal and you never stop to celebrate progress along the way, you'll start to feel defeated or like the road is super long and you'll never get there. So by setting many goals, and that's M-I-N-I, not M-A-N-Y, by setting miniature goals, you're going to be proactive and set yourself up for success. I see horse trainers do this all the time when they're working with horses. They don't expect a green horse to start side passing under saddle on the first day. Most often, they're going to start from the ground and work their way up, and they're going to praise their horse and celebrate progress along the way, right? Okay, that is what I want you to do in this final step. Identify a few miniature goals for each of your larger goals, and then here's the deal. You have to stop and celebrate those. 
pat yourself on the back, treat yourself to your favorite food or drink, buy those jeans you've had your eye on, you get the idea. It doesn't have to be a huge celebration, but definitely you need to take the time to celebrate those miniature goals along the way. And then, of course, I want you to get back in the saddle and keep on going towards those larger goals. Now, like I said, I've put all of these action steps into a cheat sheet for you because I really do believe this process is going to help you out. So head on over to stormlily.com slash goals and get your free goal setting cheat sheet. It's the ultimate guide to setting goals that will keep you motivated all year long. Now, before you go, I have one more bonus step for you, and it is to share it with someone and get some accountability. I'm telling you, there is something powerful that happens when you write them down, but then when you share them, it's like an extra power boost. So inviting someone to ask you every now and then or setting a time up, maybe every quarter when you're going to just get together and say, hey, this is the progress I've made. Here's what I'm doing. Here's how it's going. Man, that can be so powerful. It's really encouraging to you and you can encourage each other along the way too. And then when you meet those goals, you have somebody to celebrate with. Okay. All right. So once you get through your goals worksheet that I've got for you, I have an invitation and a place where you can share those goals for 2021. I want you to jump into my free how to market your horse business podcast community. It's a group on Facebook and you, my friend, are invited to come in there and share your goals with us. I will be there. Your fellow horse business owners will be there and we will all be cheering each other on. Okay. I'm so thankful that you were here with me today. I'm super excited for what's in store for 2021 for your horse business. And I thank you for joining me here on the podcast. Remember, if you jump over to stormlily.com slash 13 for episode number 13, you're going to find a summary of today's episode. I've also got a link there to our Facebook group so you can easily get into that. And then, of course, a link to that goal setting cheat sheet. And as always, if you have any questions for me or things you'd like to hear me talk about here on the podcast or burning questions that you'd love to have answered, please let me know. I'd love to hear from you. You can do that directly on my website. And then, of course, if you're not on my email list, I hope you will jump on there so I can let you know each week when a new episode is available. Now, in case you love to get notifications on your phone, then just subscribe in your favorite podcast listening app, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any of the other great ones out there. When you subscribe, they'll send you a notification on your phone to say, hey, there's a new episode so that you won't miss one. Okay, I'm so excited for all that we have coming. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Have a wonderful week and happy goal setting. 